Well, Transformation Church broke TikTok over Easter. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. If either of those things happen, though, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? Fabulous. Good. Yes. Um, I... I have a video that I want to play Oh, because okay. I know we're going to get into some uh, heavy topics here in a minute. Okay. And uh, this has nothing to do with Christian pop culture. This has nothing to do with anything other than I, this little boy is my new favorite. Okay. And I love him. And uh, I just think everybody would enjoy hearing this. Okay. You ready? Yeah, here we go. Are you scared of the torch monster? No, no, no. She's just making a mess. You just put your chippy fingers on it. You have to. We have a. We have all these sinks in this house. We have a kitchen sink, a bathroom sink, a bathroom sink, and a bathroom sink. What? What? What is being said right now? But that don't mean I want my hands dirty. You have to get your hands dirty. You have to get your hands dirty. Okay. So- I ain't gonna meet no more chicken. I just wanted to try. <laughs> Every word has like six syllables. Why scared to touch? Why y'all scared to touch a monster? Why y'all scared to touch a monster? <laughs> what is happening? Okay, I need you to. I need. I need Mississippi to translate for I me mean, if you don't mind. I mean, listen, that child is. I think his name is Jack. Um, it, his TikTok handle is Jack of the South, and when I tell you. Every video um, is hilarious, and I just I love this child. Will Will you turn up my turn on my computer? I've yeah. got I've got <laughs> this is the first one I watched of his. Everyone's talking, and I can hear it even when doors shut. Shut. When my when my door opens and her door shut. What is happening right now? I'm telling you what this child. He's like. What five, maybe six? Here's the thing: I don't know how old kids are. I barely know how old my kids are. All right, listeners, I'm I'm telling you, the kid's about five or six years old. He could be eighteen. He, I don't know. Shut up! And he is so funny. And so you need to go follow Jack of the South on TikTok if you're on. And the listen, TikToks. if y'all can figure out what a word he's saying, please let me know. He was asking why they're scared to touch the mustard. <laughs> Because they have all these sinks in the house. They got a kitchen sink and a bathroom yeah, sink and a bathroom sink I know, I and a bathroom sink. No, I get that, by the way. And you touched you got... it with your tippy fingers. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. I've watched it a few times. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> it's hilarious. Clearly. It's that and roll for mustard, I guess. <laughs> Why are you scared to touch the mustard? Roll for sandwich. <laughs> Well, let's see what kind of mustard we're going to have today, you guys. We got uh, French's yellow, and we also got uh, brown. We got Dijon. And here we go. Oh, 12. Okay, it looks like a... Oh, mayonnaise. Let's talk about what you watch on your TikTok. Okay. Velma, right? Hey, uh, (laughs) by the way, no. Hey, did you know 
that if you go to the, the little share icon, uh-huh. that you can actually put not interested there mm-hmm. and that takes it off of there. I didn't know that until way too late. <laughs> I don't know how to TikTok. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. Like it was just like plain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there I, you go. I knew that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anyway, so I just thought that would be fun. That's great. That was it was cute. He's I don't know where in the south he's from, but he's funny. Yeah. So enjoy that. Well, okay, sounds good. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to ask you how your heart is? <laughs> well, now I'm just leaving all of that in. Uh, listen, future Seth, leave it. Like, don't edit any of that because people need to know what happens behind the scenes. I have to literally remind her, hey, this is how the show goes. We're on episode 171, and I got to explain how the show goes. And, oh, is that what I'm supposed to do? Cool. <clears throat> it's been a long week. Shut up. It's <laughs> fair enough. How's your heart, Seth? Hey, my heart's fine. My legs are tired um, because uh, yesterday I, uh, I did my sixth marathon. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Is that complete? Okay. I want you to think about when you met me a little over a decade ago. Mm -hmm. Did you think that guy can run a marathon? (laughs) That guy would ever run a marathon? No. Not sure that ever entered my head. That dude is going to run for a hot dog. Maybe (laughs) he might, he might try to be first in line at the, at the potluck. Um, but with the mustard, with the mustard, mustard. Uh, he's definitely going to be last getting to the bathroom because he's going to have some problems. But uh, yeah, so he's here was definitely the thing. got a gluten intolerance. So here's the thing: is that uh, yesterday, uh, and if you were following my stories, you would see that yesterday I started off a little early in Nashville on the hunt for uh, Sasquatch. Mm. and uh and so i had to dress up like you know you gotta you gotta blend in if you're gonna hunt for sasquatch mm-hmm. so i bl- blended in to, to look for sasquatch and then spent uh, the rest of the day just trying to to locate sasquatch and i'm really glad that i was able to to find him and his brother and so got <laughs> to run with him for brother. well um th- nobody did that's the, that's the amazing thing but uh but yeah so our story will be on discovery network here before too long <laughs> So, I'm sure. uh, the, the finding Sasquatch, it's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, check out my, my stories. I'll try to make it a reel or something so that it sticks around for a minute. Uh, so, you know, fun things that you find on the internet as uh-huh. opposed to, um, you know, dumpster fires of people just like, please pray for Mike Todd. Um, it's been, uh, it was a challenging, challenging, uh, Monday after Easter yeah. on the Tiki Talkies, uh, yeah. because of, uh, what happened at Transformation Church. Do you want to give the lowdown? Sure. So, um, uh, Transformation Church, which we just talked about a couple of weeks ago because they have hired none other than, uh, former Hillsong, New York pastor, Carl Lentz That's right. as a church consultant um and i'm wondering if he's the one who consulted them to do this but they had a special easter program yeah special easter cantata that was called ransom is the name of it yeah and it has stirred up a few things to say the least yeah why why did it stir up some things well it had a few things in it, um, including some cover songs of Kesha. Yeah. Um, women talking about their butts 
uh, a lady being crucified, just to name a few. Yeah, just a couple of things. Just to name a few. Um, I do have a video clip here if we wanna wanna listen. Okay, you're turned up. Okay, so this is like the pre-party before the actual thing. Uh, no, this is the program. Cool. This is this is. Uh, it's a stage full of people dancing. There are pyrotechnics. Okay. To a hustler. I don't know these songs. I don't no, know what you're talking about. Not. No, no, no. It's it's a mood. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so let me let me just let, let me just say a couple things. First of all, I I actually like hip hop. I was talking to uh, <laughs> I was talking to uh, our our worship pastor because mm-hmm. there is a uh, there's a song that we're learning and it has a spoken word part and it kind of feels rap adjacent. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's necessarily it's a rap. Yeah. It's a spoken word part. Uh-huh. And uh, and I was like, hey, uh, I'm a I'm uh-uh. gonna audition for that. Uh-uh. And uh and he goes, Oh, I was kind of thinking about maybe doing this. And I go, No, I understand. But uh I I know everybody who sings on that stage. And uh I'm gonna let you know I listen to more hip hop than any of them. <laughs> and he kind of looks at me and I go, including. And he goes, Yeah, yeah, you probably do. And I'm like, okay, so I'm just saying, like I, I'm so I'm I, I am uh uh, campaigning for that. You are right campaigning. Now. Yeah, I'm going to wear okay. a button that says uh, spoken word Seth or something. I don't know. We'll figure it okay. out. Let's do it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. That's I'm great. here for it. Um, what's funny is most people were not here for uh, Ransom. That was. You know what? Come on. Transition queen. I, I mean, like listen, it. I like it. 171 episodes in. <laughs> I don't a- remember exactly what happens in the show, but I can transition. I can transition really well. So, uh, yeah, I. I I know that people were not feeling it. Now, here's the thing. I have been part of some pretty phenomenally bad Easter productions. Sure. I've been part of some great ones, yeah, too. me too. Really, really good ones. And also ones that were like, oh, that's super questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, oh, the theology might not necessarily be there. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, shoot, I've seen one very recently that I was like, it's entertaining and it's moving, but it ain't Jesus, mm. you know? And when it's an Easter production, you kind of want it to be Jesus it, yeah. based. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this one entertaining? Maybe? Yeah. I, it looked like it. The, the clips and, that I've seen. And pyro very, and everything else. The like dancers. That. I mean, the dancers, the singers, all of them, they were they were good, yeah. man. I mean, if you're going to cover some of these songs, you, you should... You should be able to bring it. And it sounds like they were from what I've heard. Absolutely. Um, But the the problem is, is that uh, they got real close to the line. And then they like, uh, then they looked behind them and they saw the line behind them, I think. But that's that's my point of view. Um, What what else did people talk about with this? Well, so uh, the pastor, Mike Todd, actually shared a little bit of his heart behind the the program yeah. and the the whole um, performance. Do you have a clip of that? I I actually do. <sighs> you were I on the ball listen. tonight. Let's go. Um, I became the pastor, and I didn't know what a pastor did, and so I was meeting with a group of people, and they was like, "What should we do for Easter?" I was like, "I've never preached the Easter message. We need to come up with an Easter play." And they was like, "All right, let's do it." I said, "But it can't be no whack, raggedy, just." 
he got up. Like it. So this is he's talking about what happened in 2015. So this was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. This okay. So this is the first his first Easter as the pastor. Yes. Okay, I got it. Just cannot be that. Okay, y'all gonna act like I'm the only one that saw. Like, oh yay, that was good. Like, I was like, it's gotta move people, and I really wanted to be focused on people who don't know God or are far from him. Because, like, usually Easter is like where we come to cheer with the people who already are on the team. Well. That's called practice. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, let me stop. I understand what he's saying there. I I don't fully agree. Um, talk about it. I don't. Let's, fully, let's talk about it from multiple sides. I don't yeah. fully disagree. Yeah. I. I. I can see. I can see both sides, um, because yes, on the one hand, uh, Resurrection Sunday is a Sunday where believers all over the world are coming together and celebrating. Yes. Uh, Christ and His death on the cross, His resurrection from the grave, His uh, His victory over death, hell, and the grave. So yes. Um, now I've always been part of churches that, um, try to make it very clear, a very clear message. So it's not, it's not, we're not talking about a message that is so high and, and high church that, um, anyone coming in off the street can't understand it Okay, because you, you do typically have a lot of guests at church on Easter Sunday. That is just, that's not uncommon. Um, And so I think that for me, I'm like, well, I I think that it's okay for it to be both, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I saw this clip of of T.D. Jakes at his church this year. Um, I'm going to play this. Submission in order to be effective. Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? Come on, let's go deeper. Come on, let's go deeper. Some of you only here once a year. You can take it once. Come on, let's go with it. You're going to be all right. I'll see you in 365 days. So don't rush me. Don't rush me. Don't rush me. You decided to come. Sit there. So they're both going up together. I had to get that in. It just got it out of my spirit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just kind of taking shots at the fact that a lot of people only show up to church on Easter. Yeah. Some people are completely um, non-Jesus followers, but they like the tradition of going mm-hmm. to church on Easter. Yeah. And so they, they do all of that. Sure. And so it is an opportunity to share the gospel. Right. And I think that what, what I heard Mike Todd say was that typically it's a lot of people coming who are already believers and who are cheering for, for the winning team, because that's what we are. We're the winning team. Okay. okay? Um, but he wanted the opportunity to share something with everybody, not just the people who are already churched. Is what is what I heard. Okay. That's what I heard. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, listen, I love, I love what TJ He's just like, you, I'll see you in 365 days. <laughs> you can take it one day. One day. <laughs> you, you can go ahead and sit here. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep going on Mike Todd's. Stop. I want to go after the people who haven't signed up to play the game yet. I want the person who feels lonely and isolated and like God doesn't care. I want them to see how amazing 
Jesus actually is and what God actually did for all of us. So I said, we're going to go to the edge on this. And they said, Pastor, how far on the edge are we going to go? I said, we're going to do everything short of sin. Oh, y'all, I felt the religious people. Their booties got tight right there. Stop. I said, we're going to go right to, and we're going to reach over and grab the people who thought they were nothing. Thought that God hated them. Thought that they, they read something that somebody said and said that God won't forgive them. We're going to snatch them back. So I just want to give everybody a disclaimer. When we did Ransom a long time ago, I think they got a couple of pictures. Um, I just want you to know we used everything we had. This was back at 1519. How many people saw the original Ransom play if you're in the building? Y'all ride or die. I love y'all. We, we, we made paper mache walls and... We, we was taking my wife's makeup and putting it on people to make them look like scary. And because we believed all we had is all we needed. Pause it. So his wife's makeup makes people look scary. That's, <laughs> That's what I said. That's, That's what right. I heard. But uh, all we had is all we needed. OK. And they, so they did it mm-hmm. kind of, you know. OK. What do you think of that phrase? We're going to do everything but sin. I, I think he's he's churching it up to make it sound better. Um, and he's making it, he's saying, we're going to go right up to the edge and, and pull people over. And I'm like, okay, you know, you know, the right things to say to make that sound right. I don't like that. I don't think that that statement. And I, I could maybe, I could maybe argue for the heart behind it, but honestly, I am just a little bit guarded against some of what he's doing. I think, again, I think he just knows how to make it sound like he's got the right heart behind it, but that he's he's really just it's it's a performance. Okay. Is how it is how it feels to me. All right, let's keep going. And today with the amazing team and under the direction of some amazing people, I believe for the first time we're gonna get to see this production with the level of anointing and excellence that I saw it when I didn't have the resources to be able to present it to people. Y'all, this thing is about to be awesome. I want y'all to get ready. To see what God did for us when we messed up. Okay, can we just be humble, open, and transparent? We're a hot church. Humble, open, and transparent. How many of us have messed up before? Just If your hand ain't up, slap yourself. All of us, okay, let's be even more. How many of us messed up this year? Okay. You're in good company. And when we mess up, the beautiful thing about our God is that his grace and his mercy, they come to make a way for us when we don't even deserve a way. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's going on, no matter how much you feel like you've messed up. I want to let you know that God has made a way for you to be in right relationship with him. And today, through this creative production, I want you to laugh. I want you to cry. I want you to. I want you to think, I want you to see yourself, but more than anything, I want you to see Jesus. Because if you see him, it changes everything. Okay. So I like all of the things at the end. Sure. Okay. I think that if you put it all together and that is, and people take the time to understand what the heart of it is, there's probably way more grace for whatever happened. Okay. Um... I'm going to make the uh, the other side of the argument, then I'm going to tell you what I really think. <laughs> Is that okay? Sure. So I, uh, 
I completely understand where he's coming from. I understand wanting to be attractive to the the person who is seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Jesus goes and seeks to save the lost. I think that we become uh, all things to all people so that by all means we might win some. I believe that that, that is true. Um, I know that Paul vote, uh, like quoted uh, pagan theology to try to prove God on Mars Hill. He literally said, Hey, I'm going to talk about this, this missing God that you didn't know about. That's, that's the God. He was literally saying he, he convinced Romans to believe in Yahweh by calling him one of the polytheistic gods. Okay. And then once they were in the door, changed the theology and made, made sure that it was like, okay, he is the only. So, but the intro was something that wasn't uh, fully Christian. He used something that was polytheistic to make a Christian argument. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm making arguments here. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Um, from the clips that I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing. It was very well done. Uh, if you were a believer, a, a non-believer, you could be there and enjoy the storyline, the redemptive storyline of the greatest story ever told of someone dying for someone else. It is a story that's retold over and over again in books and movies because no greater love has any man than this that he laid down his life for his friend. That's a universal truth, right? Right. So all of that, I completely understand hearing it from that point of view and hearing him say that and setting it up that way. Um, Gives you gives you some grace, okay? Sure. Um, and probably go- the people that sit under him on a weekly basis understand understand it. and and maybe extend his, a little more grace than say someone like me. I've never seen a clip, a sermon clip of his, and I've seen quite a few that there wasn't an object lesson. Mm-hmm. It is. It's not just you know, expository preaching. Right. It is, here is something for you to remember this lesson and take it with you. A lot of people do it. Some people are really, really gifted at it. Some people are not. Okay. <laughs> right. I've seen some people not. I've seen more people who are not than who are. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that that's my, uh, that's my opposite side of the coin from what, what you said. I, anything to retort against anything that I said there? No, I um like I said I can I can see both sides. I could probably uh find a way to argue both ways. Um I just wouldn't be very convincing arguing yeah. the other way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could we <laughs> and listen, for the sake of the show, we could like go back and forth. Can I tell you what I really think? Sure. I really think that we should keep the holy things of God holy. Yeah. I, that's what I think. I think that there should not be even the um, the appearance of evil mm-hmm. when we're talking about the holy things of God. That does not mean that I'm perfect, and it doesn't mean that our Easter production was perfect, and that doesn't mean that there's yeah. not you know a line in a song that probably doesn't belong there. Whatever I mean, mm-hmm. um, we're our church is kind of known for taking a song, taking a one word, and being like, we don't like darling. We're going to move it to king. Yeah. yeah. King of heaven. Yeah. Why not? Um, and so, so I, I believe in keeping the holy things of God holy, not, not getting up to the line of sin, yeah. but to, uh, to avoid even the appearance of that. Uh, I think that what the world 
actually needs now is not something that looks like it. I think that it needs a new example of something ancient future. Yeah. Something that is peculiar. That is what the Bible calls us is a peculiar people. We should not be fitting in with the world. We just shouldn't. Yeah. Um, we that doesn't make us unattractive. It, what we have is attractive. It should be attracting people. Um, but what we have is Jesus. And the way we attract people is by lifting him up. Yeah. It, the Bible doesn't say if you put on a really good production and your dancing is good and your singing is good and there's pyro, I will draw all men unto okay. me. What he says is if I be lifted up, I will draw everyone to me. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is the goal of Easter is to lift up Jesus yeah. and to um, not try to convince people that he's good, but give uh, him an opportunity to show his goodness. That's, that's where, that's where I'm at. Yeah. So I, I don't know that uh, transformation church has done anything wrong or inappropriate. I don't think that they are out of the will of the father. I don't think that they sinned by doing this. It is not my preference. Right. It is uh it is not for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I I I agree with with what you said just now about um here's the thing. I appreciate wanting to um pull in the people who feel like they're on the the outside, on the outskirts, on the edge. Um but if we're pulling them in, if we're drawing them in with what looks like the world, then what do we, what are we showing them that we have to keep them? You know, if they're like, well, this is, this looks just like, sounds just like, um, what I'm already listening to, what I'm already partaking in. Why can't I just keep listening to partaking in, yeah. enjoying this? Um, and, I'm not I'm not against using, you know, we've had the conversation of Christian versus secular music. I'm not against using um music that is typically not found in churches. Yeah. You using it using them in church. I'm not against that. My my favorite song to do that with and it throws everybody off is and and it's it's never planned when I do it. It's never planned. It is always in the moment when I realize that I sing about God's love to me mm -hmm. and I haven't told him that I love him back. Mm -hmm. And I have two options. One is I love you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And the other is, have I told you lately that I love you? And it, it puts on the brakes so fast, mm -hmm. but it's because I need the worship to go in a different direction. Yeah. And when people realize, oh my goodness, there is no one above you. Mm -hmm. You fill my heart with gladness. You take away all my sadness. You ease my burdens. That is what you do. Yeah, maybe we'll sing a little Rod Stewart in church. <laughs> right, right? Rod, Rod Stewart, he's he's a reprobate, but he the man can sing. The man, <laughs> man can absolutely sing. It's my favorite to throw people off, yeah. but it's because I need to throw people off and get them into a different spirit. Mm. And so you go, Oh, well, you know, like to a different spirit, well, a different mood, a different, you know, like <laughs> we're, kidding. we're in one vein right and, yeah. and the, and the no, wind is blowing a different direction. We sure. got to go that way. I got to set the sail. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, so I, I agree. It's okay to do some of these things. Yeah. I think the idea of, um, the, the the uh, the song um, 
the Kesha song Die Young, mm-hmm. if you were to slightly change it and make it the anthem for the disciples and have it be like, I can kind of see that, right? I don't know if that's what they did. I don't know how they used any of this stuff. I really don't. But, um, you know, I did see clips where uh, demons are talking about how they're going to attract um, uh, men and it's female demons and they're talking about their body shape and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And and it's like they're kind of poking fun at the, oh, don't cause somebody to stumble, you know, all this. Other. And, and I just, I don't know that that's necessarily needed. It's strange, but it's not weird. And Christians are supposed to be weird, not strange. Mm. Do you understand? Do, do, is the difference subtle enough but clear enough? It's not clear. I'm, okay, I need, I need you to explain. So strange people make you uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. Like I, I've been around. I'm, I've been strange myself. I understand. But like you can be like, oh man, that person's just strange. They're weird, but like in a in an awkward way, and they're uh, they're they're strange and they're set apart. They're estranged from kind mm-hmm. of everything else that makes makes them uh, you know palatable to the senses. They're uh, they're in the world, but they're not tasty. They're not salty. They don't. They're not the salt of the world. Does that make sense? They're okay. not the salt of the earth. They're, they they don't bring any light. They're just kind of strange. Okay? There's people okay. who are like that, believers and non-believers. Believers are meant to be weird. We're meant to believe things that are outside of what other people believe. We're meant to... Um, you know, be happy when we're supposed to be sad. We're supposed to have joy whenever everybody else has mourning. We're supposed to live a peculiar life. We're supposed to be, uh, we're, it's okay to be a little bit off as long as we're also still being the salt of the earth. We're still being the light of the world. We're still being the city on the hill that is attractive to people. If we're doing that, we're weird, but we're not strange. We're not, we're like, like people aren't like, oh man, what a, you know, you can call me a weirdo, but if you call me a stranger, that's like, oh, you can never get to know me. I have lots of friends that are weird. Mm-hmm. I don't have any friends that are strangers. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So th- it's it's a slight difference, mm-hmm. um, but it's an important one that it's okay to be different than everybody else. I had this happen at, w- at work this past week. Um, someone that, that I work with, that we've had cursory conversations about our faith, um, was going through a hard time. And I, I called this person up and I said, hey, I'm not calling you under the banner of our company. I'm calling you as a friend because I need to pray for you. And he said, okay. And I said, I just want to make sure, are you okay if I pray to Jesus? And he was like, absolutely. That's that, I'm on that team. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fantastic. I just wanted to make sure that I, you're, you're comfortable. A stranger would be so like, I'll pray for you, brother, and then never do it, you know, or mm-hmm. put it on Facebook and like virtue signal that you're that you're going to do that, but never actually do it. Mm-hmm. A weirdo calls you up and says, hey, man, I'm going to pray to Jesus. Are you cool with praying to Jesus? Are you cool with that? Like, and, and, and that's what a weirdo does. Mm-hmm. But but a stranger never makes the phone call. Mm-hmm. A stranger says something about it online, but never engages because they're actually estranged from the situation. Right. So it's okay to be weird as a Christian. It's not okay to be strange. And, and I feel like some of this was strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it felt like to I can't me, connect to it. No, I, I couldn't either. And, and honestly, I think, um, and, and let me, let me say this. I'm, I agree with what you said earlier that I don't think that they send. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that that was the best way to handle Easter. No. Now listen, 
when I tell you that Holy Week from Palm Sunday until Resurrection Sunday, Mm -hmm. the music of Holy Week for me is, it is my favorite music of the year. It's more than Christmas, more than any other um, Sunday or holiday or celebration that we have. I love the music of Holy Week. And when I say that, I'm very specific about what kinds of music that I like. Kesha. And Kesha is not <laughs> on that list. And I I think for for me and and this is just me. I don't I don't claim to speak for all Christians and any members of his church, but I think that if I had gone into service um on a Easter Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday, and yes, I do want to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. And there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't, that's not bad. He, in his video, it's like he was saying, we don't want to, we don't want to celebrate with them. We don't want to, we don't want to reach those people. They've already been reached. So they're just over here. That's how I took it because I'm one of those people who celebrate on resurrection Sunday. Yeah. And if I'd walked in and I'd heard that and then Kesha is what I heard. I think I probably would have gotten up and walked out. Yeah. And does Which that make means, me No, it just means that that it that it wasn't for you. It it's is not for not me. For me. That and is it, the purpose of the whole <sighs> bit that we do for the past four years is it ain't for me. It ain't like, for me. And it doesn't mean that it's not Jesus. It just means it's not for me. Yeah. I don't see how it fits into my faith walk. I would have been probably beside myself. I would have been like, what is happening right now? Right. Why why are we singing? Anything that okay. has to do with Jesus. Right. I want to sing about Jesus. Can I get one Michael W. Smith song, please? Crucified. Michael W. Smith, Wait. Phil Wickham, Darling Check. I don't care, but can we say the name of Jesus? I'll take a Jackie Velasquez at this oh point. Oh my gosh. Please. Via Dolorosa, something. All right. So, can I, I'm going to tell you one good thing that I like about Transformation Church right now. Okay. Okay. They have somebody on staff there. Um, they have Mike Todd, Carl right? Lentz. They also have Carl Lentz. Yeah, I, the, I knew you were a fan. The person who um, talked about Carl Lentz whenever oh, yeah. he he got up on Sunday, he's like, "We made the national news this year because somebody got a job." Mm-hmm. Okay, like this. That was not Mike Todd. No, that was Tim Ross. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, he said, "I want to be completely clear here. They're not hiding here. They're covered." Let me tell you something. You. You're not going to like this suggestion. Most parishioners will not like this suggestion, but I would suggest that if you're on TikTok, that you actually go and follow Tim Ross. Um, his handles upset the talk. He's gonna he's gonna make you um, he's gonna challenge you in in lots of ways, like like this one. I don't I don't think a pastor is preaching the full counsel of the Word of God if um, they can get through a year of preaching and their congregation is not pissed with something that they said. Yeah. Like there should be some sermon. If you're really preaching the full counsel of God's word, there should be a sermon that 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 is preached that the congregation is just like, I don't know if I'm coming back next Sunday. You got to sift some people out. Jesus did that. He challenges you, but like backs it up with scripture. Like he keeps on going in that video and like talks about how Jesus offended people and that mm-hmm. they walked away. He said this one thing that... Um, changed my whole week this week where I saw it. He said, I don't respond to shade from trees that don't bear fruit. 
Bro, I wrote I wrote that down as one as a soundtrack for this year. I don't respond to shade from trees that don't bear fruit. <laughs> Isn't that good? It's good. You know, so it's weird. Like uh, now, given you're also getting, uh, you know, thirty to six, thirty to ninety seconds of distilled. So I don't, I don't know about everything, but he, yeah. but what he puts out on TikTok is good i is, like i like him a lot is he the one is he sitting there with a microphone yeah and he's got okay. like yellow glasses yeah, think, and stuff like that. yeah yeah, yeah. and i just him. didn't i didn't put it together that 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 he was at transformation mm-hmm. church until i saw him giving the speak the the speech about carl lentz right so i was like oh wait a minute, that's him oh no i do uh i don't like transformation church but i like this guy that what, one, how do i feel this <laughs> that one line he said about carl lentz about everybody's mad because we hired somebody sir you're being you're being um, obtuse on purpose. Well, and I, I can go ahead and tell you that's one of my not for me's. Uh, when people are like, they're how are we friends? They are when they're being <laughs> obtuse on purpose. Sometimes I wonder <laughs> obtuse on yeah, purpose. Me too. I know. I'm sure. No, I just I'm like you're being willfully ignorant. Yeah, you're you're you are. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people purposefully misunderstand me like and misunderstand me and take what i say and twist it i it when i tell you it it pisses me off to no end can can i just ask you a question real quick Uh have you heard the show i yes i have (laughs) and so there are times that i have to i have to remind yourself very hard (laughs) because Um, i'm like you are doing this on purpose and i want to get up and walk out yeah Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think we've both wanted to walk out of the show before. I'm like, you, you're misunderstanding. You're taking what I say and twist it. And you know that's not what I mean. And you know that's not what I'm saying. And you know that's not even what, literally not what I said. Yeah. But you're. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I have learned over the last almost four years, you're doing it for entertainment value. But yeah. it's still, there are days that I'm like, I'm going to. Or, or for the sake of the show, like it, the show's not never really fun when it's just both both of us agreeing about something. Oh, sure it is. It's, it's, I it really don't mind it. that at all. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to murder you in your sleep. Hey, by the way, uh, Podrishners, just just so you know, uh, a lot of those arguments never make air because it makes one or both of us look really oh, bad. And like there have been times when Andre's just been like, no, fine. No, fine. Say whatever I, you want to. No, it's fine. I, fine. I've had no, reached fine. my wits end. I was done. I'm like, I don't care. No, it's fine. I don't care no, what you fine. say. Yeah, it's great. I don't care cool. how you edit yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. That's cool. I'm okay. just done. Let's no, just, just move, move on. on. Do you know, like, like the fact that I knew she was going to say move on at the exact time <laughs> that she said it? Come on. Oh, my God. All right. There's other things, but we can talk about them later. Let's get into the B. Okay. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! church visitor boldly sits in front pew (laughs) i i'm i do love when easter sunday rolls around and like people come in they're like i guess i'll sit here and the and then like the person who sits there every week and by the way if you ask them about it they'd be like no i don't care i'll sit wherever i want i want the house to be full and then they walk out like Wait, I don't even. Maybe I do care. Yeah, maybe I do care. Or uh, this is my favorite. Okay, when a person who normally sits in pew f- 
uh, 4F, right? Like that's where they, that's where they sit every, well, someone comes and sits in pew 4F. So they move to 3B. Uh-huh. Well, now the person in 3B, like, why aren't you sitting in 4F? Why are you sitting in my spot? Like, it, and it's like this weird domino it's, effect yeah. that just affects every. It's so fun. Yeah, it makes me. I sit. I sit in the same place almost every Sunday, but honestly, if somebody else sits, I don't care. I really don't. Like, I'll I'll sit on that front row. The only time that I ever care is when my kid is there saving yeah. us a seat because we like a lot of times we'll sing on stage and then we have a place that we sit so that we we can be close if we need to sure. come back up at the yeah. end of service. Um, and so my kid will my kids will sit there and like try to save seats and then people come late. And mm-hmm. music's already going and they just like, excuse me. And they kind of move in. They're like, and I'm like, well, now I don't have a place to sit. And you're sitting with my kid who looks at like a 10 year old and been like, yeah. I'm going to sit real close to that kid. It's awkward. Just don't do that. Yeah, Maybe they think he's 18. So it's not a big deal. Well done. Well, well done. Call- you. you have done such a great Thank job you. this evening with uh, callbacks and yeah. with transitions. And I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, Okay. We actually have two Babylon bees. Oh, okay. two of them. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Andy Stanley gets into a heated debate with Bible. Yeah. That's, about, that's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't really know that you need to add anything else to it. Oh, my gosh. Um. This is a good time to transition into, a, you know, just just addressing the fact that Charles Stanley did pass away this yes. year. Listen, I have a, I, I, I have a, a real soft spot in my heart for Charles Stanley. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Do you have anything about him? Any stories or anything else like that? Uh, not, not anything super specific, but his Sunday morning, his in touch ministries, uh, yeah. is was almost always what. I'm like flipping through the channels when I'm getting ready. I'm like, there's nothing on. I guess I'll listen to Charles Stanley, you yeah. know, because it's like six o'clock in the morning. What am I going to watch? CBS Sunday Charlie. morning. <laughs> I can't listen to Mo Rocca talk about one more thing. <laughs> it's a very specific. <laughs> very. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for a Mo Rocca pull. Um, so there was a time in my life when I needed a pastor mm-hmm. and I was young and I needed a pastor to scream at me. And uh, I, what, what I was getting at church on Sunday morning was not helping me grow. It was not feeding me mm-hmm. and not teaching me how to feed myself. And so what I needed was I needed Mark Driscoll to scream at me for about two years. Okay. Sure. And, and he helped me quite a bit um, and, and not necessarily in a healthy way. Yeah. I'm just saying he helped me. <laughs> Uh, like he, like he At gave least me. You food. can recognize oh, that. a hundred percent. Listen, <laughs> the guy had his flaw. The, the guy had his flaws, and uh, and it caused me to have some flaws as well <laughs> that were very similar. Um, I went through a misogynistic period of my life after I was married. It was weird. Um, so uh, hey, weird. we're healed now. Twenty years we've been sure. together, or we've been married. So um, my my dad actually went through a similar situation mm. where he was uh, at a church that he was not really being spiritually mm-hmm. fed, and he knew how to feed himself and everything. But where he got his sermons from for week to week to week was yeah. Charles Stanley. Yeah. And he was very moved by uh, by Pastor Stanley's uh, passing. And, um, you know, it was like, do I go to Atlanta for the funeral? Like, right. I mean, you know, like I mean, about, because, yeah. because when it's your pastor, yeah. like you feel like, even though he doesn't know me, whatever, he pastored me through mm-hmm. some things. Um, and then he found out that it was going to be, um, 
streamed and everything. He was really, really excited yeah. about that. Um, his son, uh, Andy Stanley, has um, <laughs> has gone more progressive in his theology. Yeah, he has. He and and progressive in a way that I um, was not expecting. I guess um, he has really started questioning the infallibility of scripture um, and questioning. I mean, not, not questioning, like just outright denying. Um, and it started showing up on my uh, Twitter feed a, about a month ago yeah. is when I first saw something and I was like, that's, that's weird. Well, this post was from January 30th <laughs> mm-hmm. of this year. So, I mean, it's been, it's yeah, been it's a been few a minute. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I didn't see it until about a month ago. Um, let me just say, I don't know if I've mentioned on here or not, but my Twitter feed is so depressing. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really is. Uh, <laughs> the accounts that I follow for this show are just, yeah, it's bad. Terrible. Well, um, so I, I think it's okay just to kind of mention these yeah. things. Uh, I don't want to uh, besmirch Charles Stanley by no. talking about how Andy uh, has uh, has moved way left as far as, you know, in his progressive thinking. Um, you know, those people need a church too. I just mm. kind of wish that it was, uh, you know, one that didn't argue with the Bible. So, yeah. Oh, no. Not the bees. Not the bees. Not the bees. What's your not for me? So my not for me is uh, we, my office currently is in this little bit of a transition period where we are waiting on our new office uh, to be finished and we've already moved out of our old office. So we're in a temporary office right now. Um, This temporary office is in Carrollton, um, which is quite a drive over there. I've never been, I've never had a super long commute. Yeah. Um, I drove for, to Bedford for a while and I, people, to, th- this goes all over the world. People have no clue what you're talking all about. All over the world. So I've never had a super long. There's like commute. a dude in Nigeria right now. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? We, we keep got to give distances. So okay. how long you are, do you, do you have to drive now? So, uh, I, it takes me about 45 minutes. Yeah. To, to drive. To drive. So it's about 30 miles. Yeah. Which, you know, for my dude in Nigeria, you know, we'll see. Sure, it's, but there's a lot of traffic. It's highway miles, man. It's Well, it's, half of it is 1709. So oh, half of it is not bas- highway. Basura. It is, yeah. So. For our Chilean listeners. <laughs> basura. Um, however, that's, that's not, that's not my not for me. It's, that was real dumb. I'm trying to move past it real fast. Our Chilean oh. listeners. We do have Chilean listeners. I don't know what to say. We're global. Global. We're a global pandemic. I mean, not uh, we, pandemic. Uh, <laughs> um, but my actual, my not for me yes. is that I appear to be allergic to this temporary office. What, you, can, wait, you can hear. Wait, I what? I know. It's there's the, something in the walls? There's something in the building. So it is, it is uh, a... It's office space that you can rent. Oh, like on a, a WeWork situation? Yes, kind yeah, of. Okay. And it's like a month to month. But then there's also storage space and warehouse space. So for people, it seems to be um, kind of geared towards like Etsy businesses or you. online businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it may be, there is one unit where they make wigs. Oh, cool, So cool, I cool, smell cool, cool, burning cool, cool. hair a lot. Awesome. 
Um, and maybe the burning hair. Okay, it's listen. Let's face it. But, it's probably the burning hair. So I, the last few weeks that we've been here, I have not worked on Fridays. So I've had Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, and yeah. I've been great. Like I've I've been fine. I can breathe. I'm. I walk in the office on Monday morning, and by I get there about eight, and by nine thirty, my nose is just wow. run and. I can't do this. Yeah, it's not seasonal allergies. It's not. It's building allergies. It is building allergies. Now, it started seasonal when I went to Austin, but it I've gotten better since Austin, and it every time I walk in that building. Hey, real quick question. Yeah. Are you sure you're not just allergic to work? I mean, it is possible. Yeah. Um, if it's a medical reason, you might be able to get disability. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Except it didn't happen at our old office. Uh, you know, I mean, allergies can come and just, go. They just appear out of nowhere. Um, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Okay. But anyway, that is, it's just so not for me because by all day long that I'm sitting in the office, I'm like, my nose is just running. And I go and I blow my nose and it doesn't help. It's so irritating. And then I go home and I'm fine. Yeah. So. Weird. Anyway. That's my not for me. What is yours? My not for me is that uh, the full realization that I'm not going to be able to do that little spoken word part of that song. <laughs> like, I do understand. I'm glad that not, you have already come to that. No, no, like, I understand there is no chance that this happens, right? Right. And also, the people who make the decision don't listen to the show. So they don't like th- this isn't like a <laughs> this isn't like campaigning for anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. The person who makes this decision, friend of the show. Been on the show? Definitely. Doesn't listen to the show. Definitely doesn't listen. Why would you? I mean, for real, I don't understand. But it's like the realization of of knowing that that's not going to happen, and I'm going to be really sad. You know, on uh, on Easter, you you sang a song. I did. And I was uh, I was on worship team mm-hmm. with you, and I was like, um, Andre and I sing together. Mm-hmm. Like we we. We know each other. Mm-hmm. We we we've got a vibe that we could, you yeah. know. And this song was recorded with a tenor part. Mm-hmm. I should definitely do this tenor part. You should. You and, should have. and I and I grabbed the microphone and I pulled it to my face and someone else like and, and then like the worship pastor was just like, "Oh yeah, this needs a tenor part." And just starts singing it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "No, bro." <laughs> like, "What are you I'm doing? right here. I'm right here. I'm right here." What happened? Oh yeah, right here. What are you doing? Okay, I'll stand in the corner. Well, because he didn't do it during rehearsal. Exactly. And you know who did do it in rehearsal? I did. I did it in the microphone. I thought, okay, this is doable. Mm -hmm. I got a look from another leader. Got a little head nod of like, okay, hey, that's good. You know what's up. All right. And then I was like, well, okay, there there it is. I don't understand. I don't get it. And here's the thing. I am not the type of person that ever really wants to do any kind of step out situation Mm -hmm. i am not a good enough vocalist to really do that um can can i make can i I mean i'm i'm not 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 in not in our facility there's too many people so much better than me uh that 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 doesn't make any sense for me to step Mm -hmm. out and sing a solo Mm -hmm. my skill set is leading worship Mm. that's a different skill set altogether right it's being in the room we talked about it earlier setting the sail for Mm -hmm. the spirit to blow the ship where he wants it to go Mm -hmm. okay um i'm good at that I'm good at reading the room and feeling where where we're supposed to go. I'm not I'm not a great vocalist, right? I'm not going to inspire people with my voice. Uh, I have always been a choral singer, which mm-hmm. means 
you give me a part to sing to help someone else as good as like maybe an Andrea Reeder, mm. then yeah, dude, I've got that. I can do that. Uh, but I'll just go stand in the corner and wait. Um, it's, it always bothers me when people are like, well, I want to, I want to, I want to sing a solo. I want to sing a solo. Mm-hmm. I want to sing a solo. And they get bothered that they don't sing a solo or that they're not on a worship team mm-hmm. and they're not out front. They're not doing those things. And I had one guy ask me one time, I was like, how are you like on worship team so much? And I said, oh, because I don't care if I am or not. Well, I, I really would like to do that. And that's why you're not. And that guy did not like what I said, but mm-hmm. it was very true. Like you, when, like the, when you, when you smell desperate to, to do it, mm. it usually means that you're probably not supposed to do it, mm. you know? Yeah. If, if it's the most important thing to you. Yeah. And you need to ask yourself why yeah. is it the most important thing? To Absolutely. You? Absolutely. I, I, I do not care if I am on stage uh, with a microphone uh, in the choir loft or on the back row where nobody can see me, mm-hmm. I worship just the same. I, I, yes. Every time. If you time. can't, and, and listen, anybody who is looking, who would like to sing on worship team, I don't, I don't have a problem with people wanting to sing. I Listen, I love to sing, and I'm going to sing yes. every yes. opportunity they're given to me. Yeah. But let me tell you, I sing the same way with a microphone in my hand that I sing in the choir loft, that I sing in the tech booth when I'm yep. running projection. I am singing the same way in all three places and in my car. I don't sing the same way. I I, I worship just as flat out. Maybe that's what I mean. Yeah. And, I, and I'm it, the the heart behind it is the same. Yes. Uh, I the but I think the distinction is important because look at us getting to worship team talk with Seth and Andrea. The 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 distinction is important because on worship team when you're on microphone you are more constrained to the rules of what mm. has to be happening in that moment. Yeah. When I'm on the front, when I'm on the back row of the church, dude, I'm singing sure. runs Sing and I'm, I'm singing, I'm singing really whatever I want. I have more fun and freedom yeah. not being on stage. I prefer singing by myself. Mm. I That's where I prefer singing, but I worship just as hard regardless of what yeah. happens. It's I, I'm not, when I'm singing on stage, I would I would honestly say that I am probably more free uh, standing in the choir loft. Yes, correct. Than I am standing on the stage. Yeah. Um. Even though I'm pretty free on the stage, I'm not. I don't feel super constrained, but I am. You know, I just you, you gotta you gotta treat it the same. If you okay. gotta treat whatever opportunity you have the same. Well, and and the thing is, understanding where you are, and making the most of it in the choir loft. I am more constrained physically because we have less physical space. Mm-hmm. When I have a stage to work with, I move around quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, do don't even mess with me when I'm in my house and nobody's around. Yeah. Like. Like, I don't stay in one room. It's literally, uh, hey, Google, play this song on the whole house. And every yeah. speaker goes, right? Um, and, and and it goes all over the place. Uh, I have to constrain myself more to, to that. And then also I have to understand that because I'm normally up front, people are listening to try to find their part from me. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be more constrained about like what I do. And I do enjoy when I jump up and start singing alto just to mess with the people around me. That's all, <laughs> always a lot of fun. All right, that's a show. But listen, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, Disney listener. We'd like to hear what your thoughts and opinions of, about, you know, 
what was it called? Ransom, Ransom at, Transformation, at Church. Transformation Church. You know, uh, Andy Stanley having a debate with the Bible, any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'd like to hear about it. How about someone do that? Sure. You can find us uh, on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And remember for every uh, comment you give us on Apple Podcasts, we give money. That's how we grow the show is that yes. we pay for advertising by uh, by you telling someone else you that you are our advertisement yeah you are our evangelists that's what you do <laughs> you are our pod parishioners that's and 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 i'm so happy that you're that you come and you join us every week because <laughs> uh, we're gonna be back next week yes, right we are. until then this is Seth. this is andrea and this is dropping sunday mm-hmm.